like when a lot of people say we're talking about we were talking about this earlier because this is a topic happiness i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy alone i'm like no one is happy alone you can have happiness you can have happy moments you cannot be i tell people there's a difference between being happy and being happy you're not fighting with someone (laughs) (laughs) true story Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our show today. We have kind of a fun conversation we're going to have. There's a big movement where women are wanting to have careers and money and have their own lives instead of getting into relationships, having families, and we're just going to discuss the ins and outs of that and why women might choose this path and whether it might be a healthy path or might not be. So I'm going to bring my friend Coach Adrice on and we're just going to have a chat about this. So hold on here. How are you? Happy Monday. Yeah. So this is going to be a fun topic. We kind of discussed it a little bit, but Um, you don't really know my opinion on this exactly. I don't know your opinion exactly on this. So this is going to be a fun topic. So what made you think about this topic? I, you were the one who brought this up to me, and I, I think it's a great topic. It's something that needs to be discussed. And um, what were your feelings on what do you want to discuss with it? First of all, you know, I get it. I understand why women think that way. I understand why women it's too, it's expensive. I mean, having two salaries is definitely better than one. Um, kids, you know, raising children is very, very difficult. You know, what I don't understand is why, and it's part of the feminist movement. Like to me, you don't have to have a hard stance to support women. Like I, I support women just as much as I support anybody. Like what women should have the right to do anything I do, like, who am I? Like, you know, so, so as far as working and all that's come making a million, making this, that's all fine. Yeah. But a lot of the, a lot of women now are opting out of starting families. Like you got women, in my opinion, have the most important job in the world. And that's keeping the world, keeping the world going, keeping human beings on earth. Like I can't have a baby. I can I can I can help, but I can't have a baby. <laughs> okay, so if you're not having babies, who's having the babies? Like, where are these new people coming from? Where's the you know influx of new of new generations? And so many women are opting out of having children. Now, there's a you know it even goes deeper when you get older. You have nobody around you. You have yeah. nobody around you. Like this one guy was talking about his family. He goes, you know my. We had my my grandmother had nine brothers and uh, children. My father, his father, being one of them, and they all had children. And she's sitting at her ninety third birthday with 17, 20 people around the table, all coming from her. Like she started this whole thing, right? <laughs> and then one of the girls, or two of the girls, or three of the girls are modern women today who decide to stop the freaking stop the process. We're not going to continue this. And, and it's kind of, in my opinion, it's a little disrespectful because of what women had to do to get where we are today, all the sacrifices that women have made. Now, all of a sudden, to keep a family and create a family and create lineage, and all of a sudden, you just, and, and it's the funny part is you're doing it for 100% selfish reasons. How many Gucci bags do you need? Really? How many? <laughs> you know? Like no one said to his grandmother, he said this, no one said to my grandmother, grandma, we're so happy that you worked at the, you know, IBM for 20 years. No, nobody cares about your career at that point. Yeah. No one. Yeah. So here's kind of the crazy thing. When I was younger, when I was growing up, little girl, um, I come from a big family. So I'm the youngest of six kids and family was always such a huge thing to me. So important to me. And I grew up watching my mom being this amazing mom. I mean, my mom actually even had a daycare in our home. So I constantly had about 12 to 20 kids, it felt like, in our house all the time. I always had built-in friends. And just seeing the way that my mom raised us and the things that she did, i that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to be a mom. I mean, that was like my number one thing that I wanted. 
And so I actually kind of wonder, and this could possibly be part of it, is maybe some of these families, some of these homes that women are coming out of are not exactly the family a little, situation. A good, a, good, a, good, a good experience. Yeah. So I think that we have a lot of, there's a lot that goes into this conversation. So I'm kind of excited oh, about this. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not like every woman had families back then yeah. either. It's not. But my point is, is a whole lot are doing are choosing this. Yeah, I, I expect a certain amount, and that's and that's fine. But mm -hmm. it's a whole lot of getting on that train. Yeah, a whole lot of getting on that train, and 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 what's really interesting besides carrying on your family lineage, I don't think a lot. I'm 56. Okay, I don't think a lot of these women in their 30s know how, they don't know how lonely it gets. The yeah. older you get, the lonelier it gets. It gets lonely, man. You know, I know people, I mean, I'm only 56 and I know a bunch of people that have already died from my age group. Yeah. And that number's only going to go up until mm -hmm. and my number's coming up too, right? So in the 60s, it's going to be more. In the 70s, that's why like my mother, you know, she's 82. She's in great shape. You know, she's not one of those 82-year-olds that look 82. She actually looks 60. She's not mm -hmm. one of those 82-year-olds that's, you know how people start sounding old, like their voice yeah. starts. She sounds like she has the whole, whole life. So I kind of tease her and be like, "Ma, you're gonna live longer than me. I'm gonna die before you. <laughs> I know I'm gonna die before you. You're gonna be like 110, <laughs> okay? And I'm gonna be like, a lot, though, be actually, women have like this. They have to go through so much, like health wise and everything, and with raising kids and and all that. I think women do end up being a little bit long, like their longevity is a little bit longer well, sometimes. Well, there's, but the, well, the, well, there's a reason for that, and and here's another thing like a lot of women get bent out of shape if you it, it, if they call the housewife and it's because people and maybe men have something to do with it nobody nobody looks at it in a respectful way like oh you're just a housewife well you oh you're just taking care of our future you're just raising our, like that's not a little thing that's not a little huge thing, thing. It's huge. Huge, okay like elon musk is this big guy, but somebody had to raise Elon Musk, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody had to raise him, somebody had to raise Bill Gates, somebody had to raise Denzel Washington, somebody had to raise these people. So, no, you are huge in the fact to keep life going. And that's what women, are, that's what women and men, but, but, but the difference is, is men, today's is really changing. You know, the whole transgender thing, I think, is very interesting because this is kind of what I mean. So many women are raising single, so many women are raising their boys now that their boys don't know what a man looks like because they don't have one around. They know what a woman looks like, but they don't know what a man looks like. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, I'm a, I got two amazing kids, but I told my daughter's mother, no, I don't know how, I'm not a chick. I do not know what to, I don't know how, to, I can't teach her to be a woman. Well, there's so many different qualities that a man and a woman have in a relationship. And when you bring a family to, when you build up a family together, um, there's things that women have to give to their children. And there's things that men have to give to their children to be able to have that balance. balance so balanced kid needs both yeah. parents. My actually, son needs his mother. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter needed me. So all these people were like, oh, I can do it by myself. No, you, yeah, you can do they, they get confused. Tasks and the unspoken thing. Yeah. Like a task is buying clothes. Yeah, I get it. Any one person can do those things. It's the unspoken word. It's my son watching me and how I conduct myself in the house. Yeah. Me getting up and going to work early, coming home late. Yeah. My daughter watching her mother and how her mother presents herself and takes care of herself. And, you know, those are things that those are unspoken. So my son is all he sees is me. Then he doesn't see the other side. He doesn't see the woman's side. He doesn't see how I treat a woman. Oh, okay. That's how I'm supposed to act. Yeah. And the same thing with the other way around. So that's, that's a, huge, that's a yeah. huge issue with yeah. all these single parents. I actually, so a couple of weeks ago, I met this guy who he had grown up in a single family home where his, his dad wasn't around. He left when he was really young. And so he was raised by his mom who had to work so many jobs and was trying to be 
everything for him. And just having this conversation with him, he actually found that in his new relationship that he's even having with his new girlfriend or new um, fiance that he's going to get married to is a dynamic. And even in their home and their relationship is a little different because of the way he was raised. And so he actually is one that I, I'm going to have on my show and later um, shows, but he, I had a huge conversation with him about how it was to be raised in with a single mom and how it played into his relationship as he got older and how he needed to actually have that balanced relationship in his own relationship because he didn't ever have that father figure. He didn't I want to do something that never seen. position as the man in the relationship. You have and to see that, it. That was very interesting, very intriguing to me to have it come from a guy and say, hey, I didn't know my place in a relationship and a home because I didn't ever see that growing up. And he wants to be the voice for all those boys out there who are growing up in single family homes with single moms and wanting to be able to say, hey, you need this male figure in your home to be able to know how to have that balance. And I love that. My conversation with him was just awesome. So I'm excited to have him on later, but that plays into that. I mean, you don't really understand how to be that if you don't see it with your I'd own I'd be body. real curious to do a study, like ask women who, guys that they dated or married to, or, or whatever, a, good, a, a relationship mm -hmm. with men that completely dropped the ball in the relationship. Like not saying the relationship is all their fault, but they didn't, they didn't, they dropped the ball. They didn't understand their role in that relationship. Yeah. I would love to know how many of those had men in the house. Yeah. I would love to know that. Or what type of man in the house. I think I need you to start doing my own statistics and just start doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you maybe put out a thing, how many men, but you know, but they, they would have to first they'd have to admit that they're they're, they're a sorry ass boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, men out there. Me, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but here's the intriguing thing about his story is that he picked a woman who was very strong and very powerful in the way that she presented herself because of the mom he had, right? Like he picked that very more masculine um, feeling or masculine type of personality to have in his home, even in his relationship, because his mom kind of had to take on those role, roles as he which was is, Which is up. something that women shouldn't have to do. Yeah. Women shouldn't have to do that. And that and they, and that's what I was saying earlier. Women are having to do things that they shouldn't have to be doing. Yeah. And because of that, you've got this whole, like I say, masculine, these women who are like, like Jada Pinkett, you know, she she's like, you don't, dude, that's what you got him for. Like, you don't have to do that. Like I, I've met a few women who were very in, in tune with that. And they was like, I don't want to have to do that. I'm no. tired of that. I'm, I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know, yeah. can I find a man that can fill that role and I can just back the heck up and sit down and chill yeah. for a minute. And, th and that's, that's why a lot of women are single now. You know, um, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of women are single, <laughs> but one of them is the type of the choices of men that are out there. It, there's a lot of men who don't have a clue of what, a man is. You don't have a clue what a man is. Well, yeah. And when you find a man who can actually step into his role and be that match for you, so you can take on your feminine responsibilities and they can take on the masculine responsibilities. I think that's huge. And, and people don't realize that you have power in that. You have beautiful. so much power in that as a couple. It's and a that's beautiful an thing. And, and, and so, so by the way, for all you women out there who think uh, I don't like women, I just put men in their place. Okay, even though we're talking to mostly women right now, this is I, this is only because I question I I challenge you women to look inside yourselves. Like when you talk about why do women lie, why do women cheat, and y'all go, what about men? Everybody does this. I'm just saying, who, who don't worry about them. Worry about yourself. Look inside yourself and ask yourself, how come I'm lying about this? Do I know that what I'm saying isn't really true. Like when a lot of people say we're talking about, we were talking about this earlier because this is a topic, happiness. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy alone. I'm like, no one is happy alone. You can have happiness. You can have happy moments. You cannot be. I tell people there's a difference between being happy and being happy. You're not fighting with someone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> True story. <laughs> being happy and being happy, you ain't got some dude taking up space and getting on your goddamn nerves. There's a big difference with that. <laughs> and and I I had to admit to myself that I'm not happy alone. Like somebody, I, and I kept hearing this. I'm real. There's something fun, weird about me, just my personality, just the way I think. If you say something to me that doesn't ring, rings weird. I may not know why it rings weird, but I just know it's ringing weird. Yeah. And when people used to tell me all the time, you got to find happiness, you got to be alone. You got to learn to be happy alone. You got to learn to be happy alone. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Right. So I used to like, I used to repeat that. Okay. You got to first be happy alone. And then one day I was like, wait a minute. I don't like, I'm never going to be happy alone. Cause I, cause what brings me joy is putting a smile on someone else's face. So if I can't put a smile on someone else's face, I'm not really going to ever be happy. Joy, and there's a difference. We talked about this. Yeah, I can be happy because I'm not fighting someone and I'm not dealing with somebody's mess. Yeah. But fulfillment, where it just it takes over your entire body. I'm going to ask you, when you do something for Brandon and you see him just like, babe, that has nothing to, that that fills you. It's it fills you like, yeah, I just, and, he, and I guarantee you when he does something for you, like the other day, I, uh, you know, like my girl, she, you know, she's a, she's a teacher, she's a, in the, the school system. So she has a break and they, they go like, yes, yeah, a charter school. So they only have like six weeks, seven weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm like, well, we got to, you know, get you a vacation, blah, blah, blah. You've had a rough year. Cause she had a rough year. And I'm like, uh, and I know she wants to go on an Alaskan cruise. She's a cruiser. I'm not really a cruiser. She is, but <laughs> I've been on one cruise. But uh, it's so funny. I go on one cruise over the holidays, Christmas, uh-huh. and she signs me up. And I have like, like you know, they have like different levels. Like they have like a, like a bronze, a gold. They have these different levels. And I'm already gold. And she's like, how are you gold? You've never been on a cruise. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I stayed at a hotel and they gave me po- I have no idea how I skipped the, the lower <laughs> And her kids who have been on cruises, they were at the lower level below me. And they were pissed the whole time. How did you get that? I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> You're like, I'm the VIP. I'm just the VIP. <laughs> and I kept rubbing their nose in it because I don't really care. But they did. So I thought it was funny. <laughs> but uh, so because of her, she was like, well, I have this platinum now. And so she looks it up and she's like, we can go on a cruise, a seven-day cruise, $25 a person. Wow. Said, yeah, a day. Oh, uh, yeah. So she does all. She so she was like, she comes and she's like, ah, uh, we can do this whole cruise for for five hundred bucks. I'm like, what? I'm like, book it. Yeah. She almost jumped up. She almost like, did a forty foot <laughs> vertical leap. I'm like, I didn't know you could jump like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're gonna wake up tomorrow with two blown kneecaps. <laughs> she was so happy, and when she walked off, she checked. She put it on Facebook, and she was screaming and telling her kids. That felt great. Yeah. It felt great. So I can't get that alone. Yeah. I can't yeah. get that. See, so when people, that's why I tell people, no, there's a difference between being happy, not fighting with other people and actually being happy. Yeah. And I can't be happy if all I'm doing is buying myself another pair of shoes or yeah. buying myself another car. Like, how, I mean, uh, come on, how many things am I going to buy myself? Because that, that run, that wears off so fast. Well, it's even the small things on the day to day. Like this morning, Brandon came out and he's all dressed for his day at work, right? And he doesn't dress up in any way, but he's wearing just shorts, a hat, and a t shirt, right? But I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, he looks so good today, right? And the thing that makes me happy, exactly like what you're saying, is he walks past my office door and I'm like, Brandon. I'm like, hey. And he comes back and I'm like, you're looking sexy today. And he like oh. looked at me and he's all, like sexy as usual or especially sexy today. <laughs> and I'm like, especially sexy today. A little sugar on it, a little sugar on it, a little, 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 little some condiments, yep, some condiments right. on it, a little mustard. <laughs> but just to see his smile as he walked away from me, you know, that was kind of what made my morning, you know, and it's exactly what you're saying. There's yes. that little bit of happiness that you give to other people that I think sometimes you miss out on when you don't have those relationships. She was know? working like long hours. And, and so once she was like, come on, I got to cook dinner, I get home, I go, no, you don't. You know, like, why? We're going to meet for dinner at blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Just little stuff like that. I said, how could you, how could you really be happy when, when you, when you get none of that? You get none of that. You get nobody. You you don't get the feeling of someone 
thinking about you, someone considering you, someone putting you first. You don't get that when you're alone. And I think a lot of these women don't understand because they've never had it doesn't mean they can't achieve it. Because when you ask them about being alone, the first thing they usually say is, <laughs> it's amazing to me. I'd be like, so why? Because I don't want nobody telling me what to do. And I don't want nobody controlling me. And, and they tell you all the things they don't want. And, and what I say to all of them is, okay, so why don't you find somebody that doesn't do those things? <laughs> yes. Because they can't even fathom that there are people out there that will let, actually let them live their life. And let yes. them, you know. And that's kind of why I was saying like in the beginning that I think that there are women who grew up in homes where they didn't see that life the same way, right? They grew up in homes where maybe they had a mom that really suffered from being at home all the time. Like I actually have a friend whose mom hated being a mom. She hated being a wife. And so what she would do is she would check out and she would play on her computer. She would play like, I can't like, it was like that Dungeons game back then where you could actually meet other people online while her husband was off working and her kids were off doing their own thing. And my friend actually felt very displaced. She didn't feel like she had a mom her whole life because her mom kind of removed herself from that situation of being the mom. And I think there are a lot of those issues this in this day and age where women grow up in homes like that, where they see that they feel like their mom suffered or their mom didn't like want to be a mom. So why would you want something like that for yourself? Um, so I do think that there's a lot of that trauma that like we're talking about, like even in past relationships, it's hard to trust that there's something real out there. And it's hard to see that there might be happiness in being a mother, being a wife, you know, so. And, 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 and that's why these things are important. You know, a lot of people don't yeah. believe in self-help books. How are you going to see something you've never seen? You have to go somewhere else to see it. Yeah. So if you, if you grow up in, I mean, my parents fought, my parents weren't the greatest freaking role models, but I also know that. So I was like, okay, you haven't seen it. So you have to teach yourself. Yeah. I'm going to have to teach myself how to be in a happy relationship. Now, my father taught me how to be a man, you know, don't put your hands on women. He taught me how to treat women and I do fine there. Very respectful. Never call you out of your name. I don't care how mad I get. I will never call a woman out of her name because you can't take it back. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take it back. <laughs> Once that leaves your freaking mouth, it's, it's, it's embedded forever. They yeah. will never forget you said that. So yeah. you just you just take a notch out of that relationship. You just brought that down. That's the, that's the level it is now. You're yeah. disrespectful to me, so this is it. Yeah. And so many people get in those relationships and they, they marry people who don't, or they get in relationships with people who don't have any clue that these are things that they do. So that's why they go, well, why date again? Why would I go out there and do that again? And the real problem is not that. That's like getting into a car accident and saying, I'm never going to drive again. People don't do that. Yeah. They don't do that. They go, oh, that, that was just an incident. That was just an accident. I know people that's been in multiple accidents. They still get another car and they keep on driving. <laughs> yeah. you know? They shouldn't, though. Save, yeah. Save <laughs> us. Save us from you. <laughs> do let me know when you drive why, so I can get off the road. <laughs> but, I know people like that. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I live in the house with people like that. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't live by you. <laughs> That's what I'm she actually will be driving and she gets mad at me all the time. But she's like, you're the worst, you're the worst, you're a backseat driver. I'm like, you go through red, you go through stop signs like they were like they weren't even there. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know the time you've gone through stop sign and I'm like, you know the stop sign, right? Oh, really? I'm like, what are you doing when I'm not around? Because <laughs> you didn't know you just did that. <laughs> Oh what does God. she think when she listens to these? Do you guys get in boxing matches? <laughs> no, no. Well, see, see, see I'm, I'm a, I don't, I don't lie. Um, I tell, I always, she knows every, like all this stuff. She's heard it already. Yeah, she's heard it. Like she'll look at it sometimes. Anything I see on here, I tell Brandon anyway. He's she'll like, she'll look right. at it and she'll watch it, right? And she'll be like, "I heard you today." She's like, "Yeah, you talk." But I don't. I'm not one of these people. I, I learned a long time ago. If I got to be in a relationship with somebody that I can't actually express myself, I don't need to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. 
If I can't tell you, because number one, there's no, um, there's no anger. There's no mean to what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to degrade. I'm not trying to put nobody down. I'm just talking about what's going on in our, in our, in our world. It's, if it's happening, it's happening. Yeah. Right. Like I don't make all the right choices. I, 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 I'm where I am today because I looked at all the mistakes I've made <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's, that's gotta get better. Can't keep that doing. You can't keep doing that. Yeah. So now when people talk to me, they hear this person and I'm like, I wasn't always this guy. I be, I've become this guy because I wanted to become better at life. I wanted to be a better friend, a better coach, a better son, a better father. Yeah. You can't be better if you don't grow and you don't look in the mirror and acknowledge your faults and acknowledge that you don't do these things very well. Yeah. And, and that's what a lot of people, single people right now, the reason they're single is because the energy they put off, like I've had women tons, of, I, I always get the wrong guy. And I'm like, yeah, because you're the wrong girl. Yeah. You're getting the wrong guy because the, that's what you're putting out. Because trust me, the right guy, you've met him. He's seen your post on Facebook and was like, whoa, keep on moving. <laughs> like, I've seen posts from some of my that's friends. That's a real thing. And people don't realize that. Oh, they don't realize God. that the vibe that they're putting out, you're going to oh. attract your tribe no matter what. And you're attracting pretty much the same person that you're putting out there. And same person, different name. You don't like yourself in a way, right? Same so person, different name. Yeah. Same person, exactly. different name. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they take no responsibility for that. Yeah. I'm like, think about that. Like when people, like I think we said this before, you know, when women say I'm single by choice and I'm like, yeah, no one's choosing you. <laughs> no one's choosing you. Seriously. There are a lot of men out there. I know a lot of women who are beautiful and can't find a man. How are you going to be beautiful and can't find a man? Really? You can't find any dude out there. You can't even make a mistake with one. Like really, you can't find any dude. That means you're drawing people that ain't worth a dime. Yeah. And if that's all you're drawing, at some point you got to be like, maybe something's up with me. Why am I pulling in this type of energy? Yeah. And it's usually yeah. anger. You know, I have friends. You know, one of my friends, she she's always she's posting stuff, and I'll I'll text her, "Why are you posting this? Do you know what this sounds like? I know you." And I'm looking at this, going, "Who wrote? Did she write this?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh, but it's I'm like, "No, but if you have a guy." that's just looking through and he reads this, he is not going to be like reaching out to you. You yeah. sound angry. You're scaring all the good guys away. Because You're scaring them away with your words and your post. They don't want to be that next post that you put out, right? They, they don't, don't want their name mentioned in that next angry post you put out. They know what's going to happen. They know what's real. When I was dating, I met a lot of women who were cool, cool people, angry. And, and, and angry at stuff that happened 10 years ago. I'm like, wait a minute. That was 10 years ago. You, you, you're mad like it happened last night. And that tells you, I'm going to tell everybody out there, for if you're talking to a guy, if you're talking to a girl, when people are still angry about stuff that happened yesteryear, they, they don't know how to let things go. So if you're dating them and you make a mistake, you'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. You'll never hear the end of it. So when I was meeting people, like it's so funny. Somebody was like, "You don't you date people for like one date, one cup of coffee?" I'm like, "It doesn't take me long." Cuz I ask I ask a whole bunch of questions. If you don't want to answer them, we don't need to talk anymore. I've had women go, "You know, you're you're uh <laughs> you move too fast." I'm like, "No, I'm just asking questions you don't want to answer." <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't want to answer these questions, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Because if, you, if you're hiding now and there's nothing to fear, like think about uh, that. I don't even yeah. know you. Yeah. Do you want to get married? I've had people say to me, bro, that's a serious question right away. I'm like, it's if your girlfriend, if you met a stranger and said, hey, you guys ever think of, you'd be like, yeah, no. But but me, you can't answer that question? How <laughs> old are you? <laughs> you don't ask a woman her age. What are you ashamed of? How old are you? It matters. <laughs> okay. It matters. <laughs> You know, do you want to have kids still? Like, that matters. Do you want to get married? That matters. Do you want to move? Are you committed to this area? Because I like to travel. I like to live in different... Like, I've lived in 
23 cities in my time, 23 cities. Wow. Four different states. I I, I like I like when I meet new people and I meet new, see new cultures. Like Texas is different from Cali, which is different from Washington, which is different from New York. But I know those differences. So I learn how to talk to different types of people. Yeah. If you're a person that never wants to leave this area, then we probably shouldn't do this. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> so so all of those questions matter. And a lot of people don't, they don't like look back and reflect on the mistakes that they made because they're too busy pointing out the other person's mistakes. Yeah. Talk to somebody once and ask them what happened and watch them just point at the other person. They will never say, you know what? I wasn't really in the right frame of mind. I was kind of, you know, they never, they hardly ever say that. When, when I talk to somebody and they keep pointing out the other person, I'm like, we ain't doing this because they don't take responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that's big. That's huge. Oh, he, well, he lied and you bought the lies. Yeah. You bought the lies. Why did you buy those lies? Mm -hmm. Right? Because that's, that's what I did. I was like, okay, so you need to stop believing everything you hear. Just because a person said it doesn't make it true. But it's not that they're a liar either. What I'm saying is, is I need to own why I still got into this situation. Because most people don't pay attention to their gut. You know how they say women have intuition. Having intuition is useless if you don't use it. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of crazy because I think this is exactly the conversation people need to have too, because like when you get into a relationship and you're with somebody who doesn't want to have kids, I've seen this a few times, even in um, relationships that my friends have gotten in. I have a couple of friends who knew that they didn't want to have kids and they straight up told that to the person that they were getting married to. And then years into their relationship, they said the, the guy actually was like, I actually want to have kids and kind of pushed it on the women. Right. And and it's kind of a crazy thing because I know it's a really big movement right now to say, OK, girls, go for your careers. You don't want to have the family. You don't want to get married young. And I got married really young. But guess what? I was able to be a stay at home mom and also eventually have the career that I wanted. And I could sit and I could look back on my life and be like, okay, well, if I hadn't started a family, if I hadn't gotten married, there's things that I could have accomplished in my life that I didn't, right? There, there's definitely those, those times in my life that I could have accomplished certain things. But to me, and kind of what we've been talking about, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of my life, I want to be able to have people that surround me, people that I love. And I think that a lot of those, a lot of women, even men who decide to have careers without having a partner, without having a family, you know, if you, if one person wants that and the other person doesn't, that's a huge thing that can cause a lot of issues. And even for my friends who are in those situations where they've confided in me and said, Hey, I didn't want to have kids. And I kind of felt like I was pushed into it, you know, and the worst. end up hating the worst. their lives. You resent, and, you resent, you resent the person. And, they resent their spouse, they resent their kids, and it shows in the way they treat them. And, and this is what's so, and what's funny is this. And so and people out there are probably thinking this, so let's go ahead and because it's true. Um, you can change your mind. Yeah. Okay. You can, you know, decide to not have, I don't want children, and then one day decide you do. You can say, I want children and decide you don't. Um, so that can always happen. So, yeah. but if you're mad, so when you're married to someone. I got, I got told my girlfriend that. I was like, I said, if 10 years from now you decide that what you're doing, just it ain't filling you anymore. I go, I will let you go. I ain't going to even be mad. I'll be hurt because I'm losing something. But at the end of the day, this is your life. And I can't tell you how to be happy in your life. Yeah. A lot of people can't, they can't do that. They can't understand like maybe this is just not right. 10 years into the marriage, you split up because y'all are doing things that just you don't feel like your your life is what you want it to be. And what yeah. people usually do is they're afraid to be honest about it. This is why I say people lie. Yeah. Just tell the truth. Tell the person, you know what? I'm not feeling the way I felt. And that other person needs to stop being, you know, and, and, uh, ridiculous and understand like, well, maybe we can try to figure out how to fix this first, obviously. Yeah. That's because people grow, I always say, if you're not growing together, you're growing apart. One of the two is happening, okay? Either you're growing together or you're growing apart. So you might have to figure out, okay, well, how do we keep this together? And then and have discussions about it, but don't be mad about it. Yeah. And another thing that I just, as we were talking, and this is, you never hear this. I, I've never heard it. Women really like to 
bring bring home a point of I started a family and I didn't get to do blah, blah, blah. I didn't get to do blah, blah, blah. First of all, if you have this is the problem with starting starting families late. If you start a family like you did, by the time you're 35, 40, your kids are grown and you can do anything you want. You can go do anything you want. You're only 40 freaking years old. If you want to be a doctor, you can start that at 40. Yeah. You can do anything. So acting like your life is over, it's not over. But a lot of, I had a friend of mine, his wife, you know, raised the kids. He made he made good enough money where she could stay home and raise the kids. And then she just wants to leave the marriage. He's like, for what? She was like, because I feel like, he goes, then do it. The kids are grown. What are you complaining about? <laughs> like, why would you complain about raising your kids, keeping you from what? Being a hairstylist, like when you die, <laughs> no one on a deathbed says, God, I wish I could have done another perm. <laughs> no, they go, I wish I spent more time with my kids. That's yeah. usually what people say. I wish yeah. I spent more time with my family. No one ever says, I wish I made, I did, I made it. I, I wish I trained just two more clients. Like that will never be a come out of my mouth. Yeah. It'll be, I wish I spent more time with, yeah, usually kids or grandkids, whatever. And there's another thing along that line that nobody ever says. Do y'all re- do all you women actually think that some of us guys who have to work and work to support the family, we don't want to be home with our kids? We sacrifice our time with our kids yes. to, to, to raise so we can support the family. You're sacrificing your career to raise the family. We're both making sacrifices. Yeah. And nobody ever talks about that. Nobody thinks about that's what kind of bugs me about this whole with the whole Amber Heard thing, with that case, it bothered me because I'm like, how come nobody acts like men don't get abused and, and men don't go through this? And, you know, we don't we don't get heard. Like Johnny Depp is the first man to be heard. Like, you know what? We get abused too. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? And then these all of these groups, like that group, the uh, ACLU, oh, you only support women? You don't support men? I didn't know that was a woman's organization. I thought it was a, an, an organization to help all people. Evidently, yeah. you're not. Because let a dude do that. Think about that. If a woman, if a dude is abusing a woman or hurting a woman or whatever, and she fights back and she knocks him upside the head with a frying pan, they're going to be like, yeah, he had that coming. But if a woman's abusing a dude and he does it, he's going to jail. Yeah. If he defends himself, he's going to jail. I have a, they weren't friends, but there was a very, very violent couple. And his name was Ray McNeil, and he was a professional bodybuilder. Actually, he was kind of like somebody that I looked up to because he won the Armed Forces tournament, and then he went pro. And I was in the Air Force at the time, so yeah. I was like, oh, "Let me, let me, you know, I, oh, he's a he's a military guy, and he did it. Maybe I can do it." Yeah. So I competed in the Armed Forces tournament, my, one of my first comp, actually my first competition. But he and his wife, they were both Marines, and they were both pretty bad to each other. Very, very violent relationship. And the last fight they had, she blew his head off with a 12-gauge shotgun Wow! in the kitchen, okay? And she, when she went to court, this was the thing. And it was, she was like, you know, I was attacked. I was, I was defending myself. But the reason that she got found guilty is because she had a history of fighting. She, kicked, she would get drunk in bars. And one time she kicked the cop's teeth in. Wow. Trying to get her off of a bar table. So she had shown the world who she really, really was. You know, so she ended up going to prison. But if it wasn't for that, if it was, if nobody saw that, they wouldn't have known that she was an aggressor just as much as he was. And I don't know how the dynamic was, but yeah. it was definitely you're aggressive too. There's, I'm sorry, guys. Women can also be very aggressive. Yeah. So that that's what bothered me about that case is like, why do women think like men don't miss our kids when we're working all the time? Men, you know what we accept that y'all don't accept. Men just accept that we die younger. We just accept it. Like we're gonna work to we're gonna work till the till the wheels come off and we're gonna die younger. And we're like, okay, if that's what this is, that's how if that's how this goes, I'm cool with that. That's why it's big mama's house. Because dad died, granddad died already. And nobody can sit in this chair. And mom, big mama respects him. That chair still stays empty. He's she still sets a table, you know, a spot for him at the table. Ain't nobody sitting in that chair. That's Baptist Pop, and he's dead. He's been dead for years. But nobody's that's his chair. That's his, you know what I'm saying? 
But you lived at you lived and grew up in a home, probably, I'm guessing, where they understood more of that balance, you know, and taking on those responsibilities. And that's why she still has the love and respect for him to still set his plate or to set his chair up. This is an old thing. The problem is this is I'm probably the last generation that saw that. That's the problem. A lot of these kids don't see that. They don't see what I just described to you. You see it in movies. Like, you know, uh, Martin Lawrence had a thing called Big Mama's House. And you mm-hmm. see it in the comedies. But they get that from the fact that Papa died. He died working till the till the cows come home so Mama could stay home and raise the kids and get the kids out. And that's what it, that's. And why is that so bad, everybody? Please tell me why that's so bad. <laughs> I don't well, get it. I think that it's kind of crazy because... I don't think that a lot of women who do stay home and take care of the kids, I don't think that they, not all of them, I don't think that all of them realize what goes into going out and working a job and providing for the family. And that was something that I had a really hard time with, like, especially when I started working, you know, I, 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 got to a point where I realized, you know, like I I knew that I was going to have a career one day. I knew that me just staying home with the kids wasn't going to be something that I wanted to do for myself. But that was my first and foremost important job in my life. And I knew that. It is the most important job on earth. Yeah. So I knew that that was my number one job. But two, I think that in those moments, we kind of discussed this before we came on, it is that when you stay home with the kids, a lot of times you feel like your focus is supposed to be solely on the kids and the man that's going out and working so that you could be home doesn't always get the love and respect that he deserves. And and I've seen a lot of my friends, even on Facebook and stuff and social media, um, they'll post and they'll be like, oh, I wish my husband would do more like this or he'd help out more this way. And and every in every relationship every partnership you should have an understanding of where roles. of what your role is and <laughs> understand roles. that when your husband comes home that is has been a hard work day and maybe they need to have that relaxing time or maybe mom's had a hard day and she needs to relax at that time but being able to step up and be there for each other because you both of your roles are important because you're supposed to support each other you're supposed to some days you come home and you 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 tell her like i said look with my girl now we don't have any young kids or whatever but you're supposed to go hey like hey i know you've been working i got this i got dinner tonight yeah i got the laundry this you know i got that i got guys are supposed to do that you support guys get it, you know, for any guys listening, y'all gotta stop acting like you know the the day a woman a, a woman who's a housewife, she's pretty much on duty 24 hours a day. And then you go to work for eight hours and think you did something. No, you, you she if she's working 24, don't you think you need to be working 24? So when you come in, and it could be like twice a week where you come in and give her relieve her so she can you relieve her for two days. And she will keep this up for a lifetime. That's what's so, guys, you know, one thing, you know, I tell guys is good women, the women who get it, they don't ask for much. They just want a little help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just want to know you give a damn. They want to know you're actually thinking about the fact that they're tired and they're not, like you said, they're not doing things that are specifically about them. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. When a man is at work and he's coming home talking about that, He's not working just for him. That's about all of you guys. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's about him, but it's actually not. And when you're a, when you're a housewife taking care of the kids, that's not just about the kids. That's about you. You, you both are doing stuff for the entire family. It's not just like women think like if I'm not pursuing some career that sounds cool to me, I'm not doing anything for myself. What are you talking about? No matter, I've had a I've had a lot of cool stuff in my life. I've had great titles. I've done nothing, in my opinion, comes close to the fact that I have two children who are kind, good looking, (laughs) gentle, I'm serious, gentle, gentle and successful. Both my kids have done amazing things in their short lives and they're kind to people and everyone that meets them loves them because they're kind. No title, no USA title, nothing in my life that I've ever done comes close to the fact that I've raised two children who are these kind of these kind of human beings. Yeah. 
I don't, there is nothing in the world that I can do that I'd be more proud of than those than that. So why people get why people act like some job is more important than raising kids is weird to me. I think too it's become like a popularity thing, right? Like you have these women who see other women who are becoming successful in certain careers and things like that, and they all of a sudden look at them and put them up on a pedestal, yeah, and they don't realize that the job that they have is the most important job, and it really is. That's kind of my point. Yeah. Oh, she's the CEO of a company. Oh, she gets to get a Birkenstock. Oh, she gets to get red bottoms. Oh, a bunch of material stuff that means absolutely not. Who cares if you got red bottoms if they never leave your closet because you can't get a date? Exactly. Well, you know too. Yeah, too. Your red, bottoms, your red bottoms ain't even dirty bottoms because you never get to wear them. <laughs> I don't even own a pair. I don't know if I want to own a pair. <laughs> You know, there's nothing wrong with oh, you know buying something fancy, but if that's your goal, like if that's making it to you, then you need to go back to the book and re, re you need to reassess. Because yeah. stuff is just stuff. Well, here's we, we all know that stuff don't mean nothing. Okay, how many shoes you got? How many purses you got? How many cars you got? Don't that means absolutely nothing in the well, big you, in the real world? Yeah, you think about it, and you know with. with building a career, you're going to get to a certain level and then you reach that level and you'll be like, that's not good enough. So then you get up to the next level and that's not good enough. So you keep raising the bar for yourself because in career wise, you're never going to be satisfied. Money wise, you're never going to be satisfied. The things that you have, those things that you can buy, you're never going to be satisfied. But how cool is it at the end of the day when you can, instead of building this big career for yourself. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I have a career and I love my career and I, I definitely want my my daughters to have a career. It needs, well. it, needs to, it needs to be in its right position. And number one is not where it should be. Yeah. And how cool is it going to be one day when you built this badass life for yourself, for your family, for your spouse, that you can sit around on the weekend and you have enough. You have everything that you've ever imagined sitting beside you, sitting around you. And that's the feeling I think that you and I are talking about that a lot of people don't realize if they don't have those things. When I got when I had my throat surgery and I had to go back in three days later because a blood clot, you know, almost was trying to kill me. Because If I fell asleep that night, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> so thank God I didn't fall asleep. But, um, and I went to the hospital and I was sitting there, you know, post-op, 30 pounds lighter, sucked up. You should see it. I'll send you a picture. Wow. I, was, I was 245 when I went in the hospital. 10 later, I came out two, 215. Um, my car didn't come visit me by bedside. My leather, my watches. No, my kids did. <laughs> my son and my daughter came to see me and that gave me spirit to get up out of that bed. When my daughter told me she was getting married and I could barely walk because of my back, it got me into the pool because I wanted to walk it down the aisle. Clothes don't do that. Yeah. Shoes don't do that. Jobs don't do that. Kids do that. Kids make you want to do things that you would never want to do when things yeah. are, when times are bad. When you're on your deathbed, you want to be surrounded by your shoes. Because <laughs> that's basically what a lot of women these days who I don't want to have kids and then and they can't find a man. That's what's gonna that's what you're gonna have to do. Yeah. You on your deathbed said you, you might as well just say, oh, everybody just bring my shoes and just kind of set my stuff up, all my material stuff that I, that I made such a big deal out of all of these years. You know, that's not going to make you, you know, kids, loving people, family, your kid. Like I have a granddaughter. I have a, now that I have a grandson coming. You think <laughs> I have a granddaughter and I have a grandson coming. Do you think anything I've ever bought in life makes me happier than the fact that I have another grandchild coming? <laughs> Really? <laughs> like when she took, it was so funny. Uh, my daughter's birthday this year, my daughter's, my granddaughter's, my granddaughter's birthday this year. Uh, she had her first birthday. So we're there and my daughter and them, they set everybody up. She was, she was pregnant, but she, she hid it. She had like a big shirt on uh -huh. and she was a basketball player. So they wear a lot of baggy stuff. So I thought nothing of it. Yeah. My girlfriend said, my girlfriend said she threw something was up, but she didn't say anything, but she was like, why is she wearing that big old sweatshirt in the house, you know? But I didn't think it because I've seen her wear big stuff before. You know how yeah. girls like some girls like wearing, you know, big yeah. stuff. So she's sitting there and she's doing the birthday gifts. You know, she's doing all the gifts. 
And then she pulls out a, a, sh a shirt, a Vea size, and she puts it on a Vea. She puts it up to her and it says, sissy. And I, 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 I right on my head. <laughs> oh, great, Grandpa. <laughs> right on my head. And I, I don't think her mother didn't see her mother didn't see it. We didn't get it at all. And I think like I think my girlfriend got it. And, it not, and then she pulls out the sonogram, the picture. And I'm still <laughs> I'm like, who's pregnant? Like, <laughs> no, actually, I was like, why are they showing a picture of when our uh, when I veil? <laughs> They're like, oh, that's nice. Is that her first picture? <laughs> and then finally it clicks. I'm like, she's pregnant. And I swear, everybody's laughing except me and her mother. We're crying. <laughs> because it, So I'm like, there is nothing I would buy that would make me feel that way. Yeah. Not a damn thing. No, no car, no nothing that I could buy would make me feel like I felt when she said, hey, I got it. You have another grandchild coming. <laughs> that's, that's how much people who decide to have, don't have kids, they don't get that. Yeah. They don't get that. And it's like, it's an inconvenience to them to give to someone else, to put yourself to the side for someone else. I wouldn't even, honestly, I wouldn't even date a chick that didn't have kids. Yeah. I wouldn't because you got to give something up to have a kid. And in a relationship, you have to give something up. You have to give of yourself. And that's the perfect, you want to know a lot about a person, just see how they raise their kids. And if they don't have any kids to raise by, then you don't really know what you're getting into. Yeah. I have a friend who has actually gone through a divorce. Now, I don't want to raise their bad badass kids. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have some grown ass kids. I ain't raising nobody else's kids. <laughs> let me let me back let me back up. Let me back up for a minute. You're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me clarify. <laughs> no, but I think. I, there's something there. You're definitely right. There's something there that you have to definitely give up to be that mom. And I have a friend who's dated, who's been dating this girl and she gave up all her rights to her kids. And it, it that to me, that's like a huge red flag, you know, cause that says, okay, what does that say about her? You know? And he has, kids, and it's like, Whoa. Hey, how are you going to be with somebody who doesn't want to even have the rights to her own kids? And to have them anytime someone dates somebody who has kids that they don't see and they still date them or marry them and then they have kids with them, I'm like, what do you think they're gonna do with your kids? I mean, don't get me wrong, that's not a hundred percent of the time, but that's a good indication. Yeah, and what and what the and what and it happens with guys a lot. I, I don't see it as much with women, but I see it a lot with guys. And I'm like, well, what did you think he was gonna do when you met him? He had a kid and he wasn't doing nothing with him. What you thought you you gonna be different? Right. <laughs> well, he said it was always her. Of course, they say that. Yeah. If I if my ex tried to keep my kid from me, I would be breaking down walls like no I'd be fighting for that forever there would never be a day when that fight wasn't on yeah I'm not gonna take my kids from me so when these guys are oh well she she I'm like no nah, I ain't buying that you're supposed to be fighting for that yeah you didn't give up just her. you gave up on your kids you gave up on your kids they, they are the ones that are going to get the worst end of the stick there like they're I had a friend that did that the friend was like you know i'm just tired of her i was like wait a minute you don't that's not your you don't get to you, that's not a choice for you no. you don't get to do that i don't care how much of a pain in the butt she is you you married her you married her mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden you can't deal with what she's doing your kid now your kid pays the price because you picked the wrong person yeah no, you deal with that you you don't give up on your kid just because she's making it difficult so i yeah i I don't know why people don't you. I use, I watch, I'm telling you, I want to see how you are with those kids. I want to see how you talk to how your kids respect you. Because it's going to, yeah. it tells you a lot about the relationship you're going to have with them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. That's why people kill me. A lot of these single women who don't know how to move forward. They don't know how to move forward. They think like they're going to make another mistake. And I'm like, not if you, not if you looked inside, if you really, really, you know, and that analyze what you've been through and how it affected you and what was the problem and how you caused problems, how you ignored things, how maybe you was in a, you're, you're in it just in an insecure place and because you're there, you're making bad choices. 
Like it always comes up to you and the choices that you're making. There's yeah. a lot of there's just a lot of bad apples out there. You need to learn how to see them. Yeah. Not run from every apple. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be able to see it. And it's so hard to get through to people when they when they don't get that. Because they'll sit there and be like, no, 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 no. I just, I just, it's just for right now. And I'm like, yeah, but what work are you doing to be, to prepare for this day? Like, no, one day I'm going to, what day is that? What do you mean one day? Like, they act like there's this miracle day where they're going to just, oh yeah, everything is perfect. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Really, all that would happen is just one day that will reset everything. And then yeah, like, Tuesday, just on all your trauma. I cannot wait till Tuesday. Why? Because on <laughs> Tuesday, everything, I'm going to make all the right decisions. <laughs> you have to prepare your, like I always tell people, the right person is not waiting around the corner waiting for you to get right. Mm-hmm. You need to be working on yourself at all times. So when that person does come around, you're ready. You're actually ready for that. Yeah. And, and, and But it first starts off with acknowledging you got problems. You don't handle things well. You overreact. You're emotional about every, it's okay to be emotional about stuff, but you can't live your life that way. Yeah. You can say, okay, that hurt me. Okay. But what I still got to do something here. I can't put, you know, stick my head in the sand because of because I got hurt. Like I always tell people, have you ever been hurt before? Yeah. Did you get over it? Yeah. Okay. So what are you scared of? What are you scared of? Getting hurt again? I'm so used to getting hurt that I look forward to the next one. <laughs> I love feeling because that's the only way I move up, right? <laughs> I am, I'm so not afraid to get hurt. I guess people kill me. I'm like, you act like like you, the life was over because somebody, first of all, every relationship you get in is a chance it won't work. Yep. Every relationship, job, French, everything. Yeah. So you got to be, just be ready for both. That's why like, like with my girlfriend, like she hates it, but I don't ever lie to her. And if she asks me something that I know she might not like my answer, I go, you sure you want the answer? <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it, it could go your way or it could not. <laughs> If you're not prepared for both, don't ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, okay, well, go ahead, hit me with it. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll, I give her the answer that she wants. <laughs> so I don't only do it on bad answers. I do it both ways. So you know, you don't know what's coming. Uh, you're being a little tricky there. <laughs> well, well, I do it because if you only do it when you're going to give them the answer they don't want, then they know. They're not going to want it. They're not gonna, yeah. And then they're not going to know what's. So if I go, Bliss of that, and they go, Well, tell me, and I give them the answer I know they want. They don't, they don't, well, why'd you say that? I was like, Because there might be a time when I got an answer you don't want, <laughs> and you need to make that decision that you want to still hear it. Yeah. Because I don't want to, because I'm not going to lie to you just to make you feel better. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to just say, Oh, well, let me just tell her what she wants. Because now I'm a liar too. And I'm not going out. I'm tired of lying about things. It yeah. never gets anywhere. No one grows from it. Eventually, the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. Why lie? It just makes no sense to lie. I always tell people the only reason you lie is because either you, you you're trying to spare someone else's feelings or you're ashamed of what you've done. Yeah, true. So otherwise, why lie? Tell the truth. And if you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing that you got to lie about, stop doing it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you don't have to lie. Well, this has been fun. I love that, like, just hearing the different points of view on it. I think that's kind of fun. And, you know, I I want to hear back from other people, right? Like, you and I kind of have a similar viewpoint there. Um, I think that it is becoming more of a trend for women to not want families, not want relationships. And since you and I kind of are on the same page in a lot of those areas, I would love to hear from everybody else. Like, Send me comments, send me messages on how you feel about this topic and where it went and and what we talked about. And like I said, ladies, don't as I'm not saying everyone needs to have kids. I'm not saying that at all at all. Because some of y'all need to not have kids. (laughs) Some people need to not have kids. Like I say, I say some people need their fallopian tubes blown up at birth. (laughs) Some men too. Some men, okay, you know, you don't need to be having kids. Well, it's kind of what we've talked about many times, you know, in any dating or any relationship that you get into, make sure that you know what you want out of that relationship and make sure that they know what you want out of that relationship. 
Um, don't compromise it. You, don't you gotta know what you want and you gotta know what's negotiable. I always call it negotiables and non-negotiables. Yeah, and I love that. I love when you say that. I think that's the most important thing because everybody wants different things out of relationships and out of life. So make sure that you're on the same page. But Andres and I will be back on Friday for Fitness Friday. And this was fun today. I think maybe we talk about some nutrition. Uh, we do nutrition. What, maybe I, nutrition. I think we do fats. I've had a lot of questions about what about fats. How about healthy fats, fats and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, saturated fats, unsaturated fats. Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing how, because a lot of people don't understand diet. Like I, I've been talking to people about diet lately. It's so complicated. You know, it's so complicated. Like, the most, the most amazing thing to me when it comes to diet, I'll let you go, is how many people know that everybody's different, but they all do the same diet. Yep. <laughs> if you know that we're all different, then why would you think the same diet's going to work for everybody? Well, my girlfriend did it. You're not your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I'm guilty of that. I'm being like, oh, this worked for me. You guys should try this. And then it doesn't work for other people. So I think that's a great topic. I love yeah, it. All right, cool. <laughs> Gail, thanks, Andres. Thanks, everybody. And you guys have a wonderful week. Peace out. Yeah.